Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update. 27th of April, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Being that this is Spain, we better kick off with housing. On Thursday, the 27th, it will be up to the Congress of Deputies to vote on a new housing proposal brought forward by the government, some of which includes new caps on tourist apartments, which was Unidas Podemos' proposal. The Purples, as they are informally known, want to limit the number of available tourist apartments, especially in densely populated areas where locals struggle to access affordable housing, mostly in cities like Valencia, Madrid, Barcelona, Sevilla, and Malaga. Podemos wants to establish a maximum ceiling in stressed areas, proposing to put the cap at 2%. In other words, the number of beds must not exceed 2% of the residents in that area. So, for example, in a stressed-out area of 10,000 residents, only 200 places could be offered to tourists, i.e. Airbnb-type rentals. National Institute of Statistics has produced a map predicting how many tourist apartments are dotted around Spain. Want to check it out? Link in the show notes. Speaking of tourism, a group of neighbors in Barcelona are effectively being kicked out of their apartments one by one for tourist apartments. According to locals, a whole block of residential flats on Tarragona Street is being turned into short-term rental apartments, a building of 120 flats divided between three stairs. The company, Inmobiliaria Gallardo SL, processed its conversion into tourist apartments at the end of 2022, bypassing the growth of tourist beds in the city law and the Barcelona City Council when a judge granted them the licenses. Until around this time last year, Tarragona 84 was a block with residents, most of whom rent and have been there for a long time. But since the company decided to set its sights on tourism in late 2022, renters with contracts that were ending have been told to leave via Bureaufax, and residents who still live there under renewed contracts, meaning legally they can live there until 2028, are subject to loud construction works and an unwelcoming feeling in their own homes. So that's not very nice. From forced relocation to political pressure, political parties have been posting ads on social media sites for the upcoming local elections. The only issue is this type of electoral advertising in Spain is against the law. The electoral law was reformed in 2011 to prevent extraordinary advertising expenses from being spent to sway voters in this pre-election period. However, social media posting is cheaper than most other media, so some political parties do it anyway, despite the repercussions from the Central Elections Commission, or CEC, if they are caught. They received dozens of complaints for this year of parties trying to sway voters and votes with their campaigns via social media ads. Moving on. The tongue twister, the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane, which isn't really very difficult to say, could not be further from the truth this spring simply because there isn't any rain to start with. In fact, the State Meteorological Agency, or IMET, is warning that over the next couple of weeks, temperatures of up to 40 degrees centigrade, or 104 degrees Fahrenheit, could appear, especially in the south. Weather conditions added to the fact that it's been a pretty dry April so far means Spanish residents are being told, think about how they use water supplies as ongoing droughts are slowly depleting them, as we've been reporting, by the way. While we wait for rain, the agricultural industry is struggling with harvest, according to the Coordination of Organizations of Farmers and Ranchers, or COAG. In addition to being uncharacteristically hotter than average, this April is also one of the driest, which affects that which is planted, compromises the planting of some crops for further harvest, and affects the whole chain, especially for summer crops of tomatoes and melon. 
According to the COAG, the soil is so dry that there aren't enough pastures or fodder for livestock, so meat prices will likely increase. Regions are doing their best with depleted water resources, but as farms and ranches are subject to water bans and restrictions, as are, by the way, urban residents, crops will be affected and thus supply will be low. Prices of plenty of products will likely be higher. Speaking of depleting resources, the National Statistics Institute, or INE, published on Wednesday the 19th, the 2022 Living Conditions Survey, yearly report measuring national poverty. According to the INE, one in three Spaniards can't afford to go on a week's vacation annually, nor can they pay for unforeseen expenses of more than 750 euros, as well as a third of under-16-year-olds are at risk of poverty and social exclusion. Those over 65, however, are also struggling. One in five retirees, 21% are at risk of poverty in 2023. 2014, this was 15%. For workers, the figures show that in the Basque country, employees had the highest annual average annual income with just under 17,000 euros per person, and Navarra with just under 16,000. Extremadura had the lowest average annual income of around 10,000 euros, and Murcia with around 10,500. Another law that's moving forward this week is the Democratic History Memory Law, aiming to bring justice, reparation, and dignity to the Spanish Civil War victims and their family. As part of this law, Spain wants to rebury Spanish citizens buried in unmarked graves, of which there are many. Part of this law, Francisco Franco was required to be moved to make the Valle of los Cuelgamuros, formerly the Valley of the Fallen, where he was buried, less partisan. José Antonio Primo de Rivera's body, informally known as José Antonio, a prominent fascist figure until now, however, was left in the valley, causing an outcry. But this week, the Spanish government announced the approval for José Antonio's body to be exhumed, and his family has organized a private burial as per José Antonio's wishes. Speaking of former prominent figures, Juan Carlos, the highly controversial former king of Spain, hilariously known as the Emeritus King, spent a week's vacation here in Galicia, second visit since self-imposed exile in Abu Dhabi. But is that really exile? I mean, if he shows up when he wants to, can somebody who understands these complex royal things better than us clarify that? How is that exile if he just shows up whenever he wants and goes to Galicia? Once he left on Tuesday the 25th, However, a sculptor mocking the former or emeritus king popped up in Madrid's popular Puerta del Sol Square. Chilean artist Nicolás Miranda placed the art so that Juan Carlos was pictured aiming a rifle at the statue of the bear and strawberry tree, or El Oso y los Madroño. As bears are an emblem of the capital, especially when they're eating strawberry trees, even though strawberries don't grow on trees, emphasizing and criticizing the former monarch's love of hunting. Statue lasted only about 10 minutes before it was taken down, but its picture has been shared across social media thousands of times since. Moving on, a fire broke out at a popular Italian restaurant in Madrid on Friday the 28th, causing two deaths, another 10 injured, six seriously. The fire started around 11 p.m. at Burro Canaglia Bar y Resto in the Plaza de Manuel because of a flambéed dessert or pizza, which, while being flambéed, caused the Instagram aesthetic artificial decorations to catch fire. Some sources claim that it was because of their famous social media flambéed pizza. In an interview by El Periodico with Madrid foodie influencer Dani or Puro Gocheo, he said that 
said he warned the manager of the possibility because of the elaborate decorations, especially in the wrong hands, after a visit at the Madrid branch, quipping that the place will give firefighters a run for their money, as he himself is a former fireman. Since then, his followers have asked him to take down his video posting advertising the Madrid branch out of respect for the victims. Quick recommendation for the end of this week, as the Spanish capital Madrid gears itself up for its yearly May month-long festival to celebrate its patron saint, San Isidro Labrador, there will be giants, parades, various stages set up around the city, despite bullfighting being a highly controversial sport, Madrid still celebrates bullfights. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can buy our 100% unbleached, organic cotton grown in Jindon, Texas, spun in the Carolinas, sewn and printed Missouri t-shirts. The most environmentally friendly new t-shirts you can get. Get one, check the link in the show notes, and it'll really help us out. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.